Like Acid, written by I Was Made For Loving Ilvis, a.k.a. me, Ellie, read by Ellie. Chapter 1 There was no one moment that he could pinpoint, no tell or clue that he was falling in love. There wasn't even a great epiphany when he realised. It just happened. One day he was walking along, thinking about last night's show, and there it was, plain as day. He was in love with his brother. It didn't shock him or upset him, it just was. But after that, everything changed. Every smile was a clue, every touch was a message, every time their eyes connected he screamed internally, shrieking his admissions of adoration and worshipping the other with deafening cries, but his tongue would be still. The rose which had bloomed in the realisation of new love was locked away, never to receive the sunlight it craved, and it withered, becoming a shadow of its former self. He withered alongside it restricting himself, denying his family the father and husband they deserved, and selfishly shutting himself away from the world. His brother noticed, of course, and would ask him questions, try to find out what was wrong. But his voice was like acid and ate away at him, dissolving him bit by bit. Slowly, the walls between what was real and right and what was imaginary started to crumble, showering him in rubble and weighing him down, Every day he struggled to escape, and every day he would fail and lie there, letting the rocks keep him down. Until today. Today he had broken free and spoken his mind. Today he walked away from a scene that he had imagined a million times, and it panned out just as he'd expected, if not how he'd hoped. He walked fast, his breath misting in the cool evening air. He located the building he wanted and entered, waving a polite hello to the man at the desk before heading to the stairs and beginning to climb. He was free from the burdening thoughts at last. One flight, two flights, three flights. He calmed himself by counting the steps he took as he ascended the building. He tried to remember how the conversation had gone, but it had all seemed to happen so fast. He couldn't remember the words, only the expressions on his brother's face. Smiling at first, happy to see him, and then confusion, anger, hatred, disgust. He smiled as he congratulated himself on predicting his reaction almost perfectly. He knew his brother too well. He pushed open the door to the roof and sighed, catching his breath. This is where he needed to be, his favourite place on top of the world looking down. He strolled around the rooftop, gazing out over the bright lights of the city, and let his head loll back, closing his eyes. He hadn't even cried. Even when his brother had told him he hated him, even when he'd punched him and shouted in his face. He brought his fingers up to graze the sore flesh of his jaw. He loved the pain. It was something real, something tangible that he could actually feel and know what caused it and where it came from. In that moment, he felt alive, more so than ever before. He opened his eyes and looked ahead of him. He contemplated his life, shackled by his family, strangled by his love for his brother. He thought about it long and hard as he walked, and then he was airborne and thought of nothing as the wind rushed past him, blowing the dust from his mind and the scars from his heart as he plummeted towards the ground. Chapter 2 there was no one moment that he could pinpoint, no tell or clue that his brother was dead. 
There wasn't even a great epiphany when he realised. It just happened. He felt it in his bones and tasted it in the air, and when the knock came on the door, he wasn't surprised to find the two uniforms behind it, hats in hand. He knew. He sat, head bowed, breathing loud and uneven, trying and failing to slow his pounding heart, which was throwing itself against his ribcage as if he was holding it captive. He supposed that in some way he was. Not allowing himself to dissect the events of the evening was somehow constricting. He felt as though there was a thick rope around his neck which was slowly tightening. He sat back inside, closing his eyes and finally giving in to the thought of him, his brother. He had said he loved him in more ways than he should. They had fought. He had lashed out against his better judgment and hurt him. The fist he had thrown was one thing, but the words he had shouted right up in his face, dripping with venom and hatred, were what he regretted the most. He had to get away, had to leave the stifling atmosphere of his living room, with his wife crying and the police officers offering empty words of comfort, words that had been repeated so many times in so many situations that any pretense of actual empathy had been rubbed clean off. He grabbed his coat and exited the house, revelling in the cold, brisk wind that pinched his cheeks and left his face burning, whipping away the hot tears that were spilling uncontrollably. He wandered around for a while before he realised where he was. The roof was the same as ever, a wide expanse of concrete, seemingly bland, but an exquisite portrait of memories covered every inch. They had spent countless hours together up here, working on skits, hiding from the world, and they had even filmed a music video together. He stared over the cityscape for a while, just counting his breaths, a habit which, in the past, had always seemed to help. However, in the past, he'd always had his brother on hand to comfort him, show him the way through whatever it was causing him pain. He balled his hands into fists and screamed, a raw, guttural cry that scratched his throat and pushed his lungs to the limit. His hands rose to scratch at his face, pull his hair, anything to make the pain physical. He could cope with physical. He stopped, suddenly, and listened to his raw echo in the stillness before everything fell quiet, aside from his heartbeat pounding in his ears. He walked to the ledge and sat down, his legs dangling his heart thumping at the danger. He wondered for a moment how it would feel to fall, how terrifying it would be and how tragic that the last thing you would see is the grey pavement rushing towards you. That's what he had chosen. That's what he'd wanted for his final moments, not to be surrounded by loved ones in a hospital at old age. He tried to imagine the mind of someone who would take their own life, tried to imagine how desperate his brother had been to see no other way which made him spill fresh tears and his stomach not with grief. He didn't really know how to feel as he sat up there, watching the horizon. The sun was beginning to rise, signalling a new day. His heart was irreparably broken, torn savagely into a thousand unrecognisable pieces, but he was more angry than sad. Angry at his brother for being a coward. Angry at him for being so selfish. Angry at the world that he lived in for creating such a terrible situation. And angry at himself, of course. He was solely responsible for his death and he knew it. He lay back, his legs still dangling, and extended his arms to skim his hands over the rough concrete surrounding him, brushing the tiny stones and grazing the abrasive surface with his fingertips. 
As he lay there, watching the light of the day begin to spill into the darkness of the night, he allowed himself to finally open up, accept what he had always known, and say the words that had been dancing on the tip of his tongue for as many years as he could remember. I love you too.